up, everybody? It's your girl, Constance Annan, and you are now listening to Constance, the podcast. Welcome to another segment of Dear Constance. This is a segment dedicated to answering all of your guys' advice submissions. Before we get started, if you would like to make a submission into my advice column, make sure you are following Constance the Pod on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Click the link in my bio, and it will direct you to my advice column. There you can make an anonymous submission, and every Friday I will be addressing all submissions. Bless you. <laughs> Today I have two guests with me. They were featured on my last Dear Constance segment. I have Adriana and Aaliyah. What's up, guys? Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey. How y'all? Do you, we can't really ask people questions, can we? That's stupid. No, you can't really ask people questions, but they get the gist. That was you just being polite. They got it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so without further ado... First, 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 let me start and say, these are like two really close friends of mine, so I just thought inviting them would be good to help me answer this question for today. Anyways, without further ado, let's get started. Today's advice submission reads, I'm a 20-year-old virgin black girl and want some tips on how to get some dick as well as how to go about wanting to have casual sex at a PWI. Also, some advice on how not to be jealous but be happy when I apply for things and get rejected and other people get them. So she needs advice on how to get dick, how to have casual sex at a PWI, and how not to be jealous, but be happy when she applies for things and gets rejected, but other people get them. So let's start with the how to get some dick. I don't think I have any tips on how to get some dick other than just <laughs> hit the make, like, you know, just hit the guy up, right? Yeah, I don't I would say Tinder. Oh my maybe. god! All right, Adriana. Adriana is like pro. Like she has an active dating life. So we'll let Adriana answer this one. Adriana, give her some advice. <laughs> Why are you? I don't got to do that to me. Anyways, all right. <laughs> so I mean, her comment was a lot to unpackage, but how to get some dick? That's just such a... like I think getting dick is like so easy, right? All you have to do is literally just hit up the guy you're interested in. Like, most guys are down to fuck, no matter what you look like, no matter who you are, like, you know? Honestly, it's not that easy, because, like, how do you even say that? Hi, okay, so, yeah, let's get to you. it. I mean, you just hit the nigga up. So, like, you had recommended I think it, I mean, Tinder, I mean, and I think Tinder's a good way to go about it, right? Because everybody on Tinder is basically looking to get fucked. I think Tinder is a good place to... I wouldn't really... I, okay, I have two sides to it, because I want to say I wouldn't really take it serious, but I also say... It's a good avenue to meet people. So my first thing is, um, after my first relationship, I started using Tinder as a way to kind of boost my confidence, give myself something to think about, something to do other than be sad about my breakup. In that process, no, I never really intended for it to be anything serious, but I did meet my second boyfriend um, where we had a pretty long, dramatic relationship as well. But if you are that bold and you can just meet up with someone and have sex with them, then girl, yes, that is the way to do it. Because like Constance said, as long as you have a vagina, there's going to be a man who wants to stick something in it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like you have to have known the guy or have had his number to like hit him up. She's like, if I have no dicks laying around, how do I get it? Well, first of all, it's like, like, all right, so she's also attending a PWI and is looking for the setting is a college setting. 
at any party, first of all, college is like the best place for one night stands. I personally have never had a one night stand, but I would assume that it's easy because like I've had so many people come up to me in college and just be like, you know what, I'm trying to fuck. And I'm like, you know what, nah. So I think it's the perfect setting. Like if you're drunk, turned up, you're at a party, you know, if you want to have one night stands, then you can do that. I think another way, as we've mentioned, is like Tinder. You can meet the guy. You can get to know the guy. And then somebody's going to initiate the, you know, either whether it be you or whether it be the guy, they'll initiate the, you know, casual sex thing. I just think it's like really easy in a college setting. And if you're down to like online dating, then yeah, sure. I think that, like you said, at a PWI, one night stands are definitely a thing. Like, I don't know how many frat parties I was at where I was offered it and just was not comfortable with the vibe. Like, even if it doesn't have to be something serious, even if I know it's just going to be one night stand, I still want to at least feel like me and that person vibe. So if I don't feel like you're vi- we're vibing at all, you just saw me and you want me and that's it. I'm probably not going to do it. So she really has to look in herself and see how down she really is. How down does she think she is? Because I know I've been placed in positions where I thought, oh, I'm down, down. Like, I'm ready for this. And then I get there and I'm just like, sorry, I can't. Right. So now I'm also rereading her question. And she's a 20-year-old virgin. The age doesn't matter. She's a virgin. So I think that she's better off just staying a virgin instead of trying to get some casual dick. Yeah. Because you're not finding nothing from none of these fools if you're not doing... Like, you know what I'm saying? You It's better off. And I'm not even trying to give you, like, the whole abstinence spiel. It's just, like, you're not missing out on anything. So, like, why not just wait until you find somebody that you're actually having a connection with? I'll say... Yeah, and that's actually to take care of her and it. Take care of her, take care of it, take care of you emotionally after you have sex with them. Like, you just want to make sure that this isn't something that I don't think, like, I don't I don't even remember what it was like being a virgin and having sex. But I think um, just even now, I don't like giving my body away. So, like, I can't I mean, imagine I, the first time I wanted to do that with somebody and not being able to even have this person emotionally or after because it's so casual or just like a one night stand or something like that. If that makes I sense. I definitely think that there, there's a, um, I keep coming back to mindset, but there's definitely a thing of mindset because I lost my virginity in college at 18. Oh, this is so cringy. I'm not even going to go into it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, and honestly, I didn't feel like I had lost something crazy. Like, people are like, I just, it's so sacred. I didn't feel like that personally. Um, And then after that situation, I don't think I had sex again for like uh, three or four months after that. But with my first boyfriend, when I actually got, when I say, like, I lost my real, real virginity and actually really got sexually active, I'll say one thing. You can't stop. And I say that as truthfully and as honest as I can be about it. Once you start having sex, you're going to crave it. And that's the one thing my grandma told me about having sex. Once you start having sex, you will not be able to stop. And I'll say that's probably the truest thing she's told me. And I'm not saying that to sound like a thought or nothing like that. I mean, yeah, no, we're not not labeling nobody based on sexual activity. So you're good. Right. But even if you want, even if you don't want to have sex with people, you're still going to crave it and feel those feelings that people call horny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Su- I don't feel super crazy about. Oh, my body. Like. Yeah, but it's know, not it's even sacred. about it being sacred. It's not about it being sacred. It's about you being emotionally prepared. Like, so if you go into this and you have sex with this person, whether it's a one night stand or a long term thing, you may be attached to them 
emotionally, especially because this is your first time. And if it's a one night stand, you have to be prepared. Or if you're going into this casually, let me say, you have to be prepared for this person to not care about you after you've had sex. I think that's and so as cliche. A first time thing, I think as a first time thing, I think it's important to realize that like that person is not going to be there for you or there's a potential that you will not have someone after you guys have sex today. I think that's so cliche though because I again, you both know my situation and yeah, yeah and I, it was pressed I over talked the nigga, were you not? I was not depressed, girl. I was talking to him the whole second semester. Oh, you said press? Not to put you on black. It comes with feelings. Especially if it's Um, your first time. I don't think those are real feelings. I think it was more infatuation. But I'm still saying that's really something that you have to take on emotionally. You get me? Whether it was that doesn't come with having sex with them or not. Like, I don't think I was emotionally invested. Like, oh my gosh, like, I have to have this dude. It was more of the fact that after leaving the situation, he actually initiated the relationship to continue talking. He's the one who hit me up on social media and who wanted to um, proceed and getting to know me more. And so from there, an emotional attachment grew. But after he left that night, I didn't think I was ever going to see him again. And I was fine with that because that's where my mindset was. I knew what I was doing. So that's why I keep going back to the fact and saying you have to know your mind and be ready and prepared for that. Because, yeah, I did get pressed over him, but that was after we had started something. That wasn't purely, oh, my God, we had sex. Now I love the dude. But that's not saying, what it was at all. That's how these niggas move, period. So if you about to be pursuing these boys on campus, this girl has to be prepared for the fact that they may not hit you up today. They may hit you up in a month. You might be feeling something. You know, your feelings, like your feelings may get involved. Niggas will hit you up and, and not I, even be interested. Whether you envision or think about sex in a sacred way or not, it's just a connection that you have had with somebody and a different type of connection, especially it being your first time. Like, y'all are intimate as, you know, having you have to be emotional baggage that may come with it. Or definitely, the if it's going to come with it. If it's going to be a continuous thing, like, oh, this is my fuck buddy, yeah. You got to be careful, girl, and you got to know yourself because you will get caught up. Like, you will get digmatized. Whether it's good dick or not, that's just all you know. So, yes, but if it's a one-time thing, I think that it's not like how people try to say, oh, if I give her their dick, she's going to be addicted and all. No, it's not like that. Not for me, at least. But that's all I can say about it. Let's give her let's give her some like full on tips so she can know how to approach whoever she's interested in or whatever she's trying to do. So we already said Tinder is like a big way to go about it, right? Get on Tinder. I don't really think Tinder is like the best thing, but I guess Tinder is like the easiest way. I think everybody on Tinder yeah. has an idea or knows that sex is whatever. Like sex is right. the sex is the main goal on that app, Tinder. Okay, how else can say she doesn't want to do Tinder, say she wants to approach somebody in person, how can she go about that? If it's literally just about sex, just wait till the nightlife and talk to somebody okay. there. Agreed. Yeah. So we got I Tinder as an option, I... nightlife. What, Adriana? No, I was all I was going to say was the nightlife is cool, but it's nothing without confidence. And I was going to say that earlier. My biggest tip is go into any situation confident. If you're going to this party, don't walk in there with your head down and, 
arms crossed. Yeah, but how do you let it be known that she wants to have sex? Like, y'all, this you don't have to. You don't have to. If they're attracted to you, they're gonna come up to you, be grinding on you, up on you, and you will can tell when somebody wants something from you. I think though, you don't gotta be. You don't need to be afraid to approach someone either, though. So if you're going, so Adrian is right. Definitely going with confidence. Um, this isn't like the best thing to say, but if you need to take a shot or two to fill yourself, go ahead and do that. But I always just tell right. if I if I'm attracted to somebody, I'm gonna just let them know like straight up, you're cute. I just say, you know what, I think you're cute, and I leave it at that. And if they pursue me after I let them know that they're cute, then you know we go we we're going somewhere. If I don't get any feedback and I just get a thank you, then all right, it's not about to progress in anything. Like you don't gotta run around a party chasing anybody, and you don't gotta go from person to person either telling them that they're cute, but. When you spot that one person in a party and you're like, you know what, I'm, you know, I think that they look good, go ahead over and approach them. But personally, the way I perceive, man, I just think you can go up to any nigga, any motherfucking where, and they'll be down to have sex with you. See, that was the though, and you've always said that as long as I've known you. And I think I probably told you guys this a couple of times. My mom always raised me as far like, you know, don't approach a man. And not because a woman can't or gender roles. But simply because, like you keep saying, they will take anything. So if you go up to them, they may have never approached you before. But you go up to them, now it's just like, okay, I know she's feeling me. She ain't bad, too bad herself. So let me just go with whatever she gives me. My thing is, it's kind of half the work if they approach you. Because then you know, I really stood out to them. It meant enough for them to come up to me and say something. Now, I guess this doesn't matter so much if you're just trying to have sex. sex because yeah, like if it's casual, who cares who fucking approaches right. who? Right. It, then that's facts. Elia, what were you about to say? None. All right. So we, that's the tips on how to have sex. How to have sex at a PD, PWI. Maybe she's trying to talk to white boys. So what's y'all advice on her trying to talk to white men? Do you think it's any, anything that she should do adriana i know you adriana is actually dating a white man right now she's a black woman what's the tea on and that and i think i think why am i saying i think i did lose my virginity to a white guy and my first boyfriend was a white guy <laughs> so <laughs> i can give you a little insight on this but um definitely you got to narrow down what they are about like if you don't care about just being that trophy because maybe you're trying something different too cool but, like, if you want to feel comfortable and be made to feel comfortable, you got to be careful. Because, like I was referring to, a lot of those offers for one-night stands and those fraternities, I did not feel comfortable because I just felt like they would be judging me the whole time for being Black. They weren't really accepting of me. They were just having fun. Like, I don't really know. That's just, what it is. Yeah, it's just like you just a trophy. It's like it's a Black girl. So if you want to be with that, I don't even know. Like, white boys, they but, don't but, be funny. They don't be but, nothing. You just sitting there fake laughing the whole time. Like, right. I'll just go but the guy that I... The guy that I met who I lost in Virginia to, the white guy, I actually met him at a predominantly Black party on, on Dark Side. And so that made me feel a little bit more comfortable because your boys are Black, you're at a Black party. Clearly, you're not just trying something. This is what you like. This is who you are. Mm. So I felt comfortable engaging in that. And the same with my current boyfriend. Like, he didn't have a ton of Black friends. But from day one, when we first, like, started talking to each other, it was never different. Like, he was consistent. It was, I don't know. She's not looking for boyfriends. She's just looking to fuck. I would just I fuck up. Just go look for the black the black men at your school if you're looking at men. If not, you go to any white guy. I'm sure they'll fuck you just because you're black if you just want to have sex. That's my tips. Now, <laughs> um, that's just like me keeping it real. I've never met a white guy that has not been down to fuck 
what like not even that I've approached any. I think I approached one my freshman year. That was it. And the honest truth, then I haven't even talked to men. But um, <laughs> I think uh, like I just think it's I just think in general it's easy to have sex if you want to have sex. Just fucking tell somebody and um, just be clear on what it is that you want out of this guy like no mentally like be mentally prepared for what it is that you're expecting when you go into this and um yeah just be confident and bold and the last question or thing that she needs advice on is how to not be jealous but be happy when i apply for things and get rejected and other people get them let's hear uh alia give her some advice on that she wants to know how not to be jealous but be happy when she applies for things and gets rejected and other people get them um i guess just to think about it like the cliche thing of everything happens for a reason yeah no that's not cliche at all I think that's the right thing to say I think you have to realize that like you have everything in your like everything that you have right now is everything that God has deemed um as for what you. you need right now yeah and everything that God has deemed for you in this very moment and you just have to trust that and uh just appreciate everything that you have like sometimes we ask for things it's a little more than what we can handle in that moment so just like appreciate everything that you have rather than searching and just like keep trying to get whatever it is that you're trying to get and the, when the time comes like the right time comes you will definitely have it oh you know one thing I tried I started doing actually I started this last year but it was just like a gratitude journal and, like when you make a list of everything that you have to be grateful for and you really take time to think about everything you have to be grateful for and you get super specific you realize that there's so many good things going on in your life that you don't realize or that you don't um even care anymore about what it is that you don't have because you're so um clear on all the good things that are in your life and I think a lot of the times a lot of us disregard all the good things in our lives and we take for granted small things like having a bed or small things like having a house or small things like having a family and because we aren't appreciating those things we're looking for more things to add to our lives and it's when you take the moment to appreciate all the good that's when you realize that like you know what life is good and you have everything you need right now and there's you know, there's just nothing else that you need in this moment. And when the time comes, like I said before, when um, when uh, the time comes and you need uh, a new job or you need to get into a certain school, it, you'll get into it. It's never you never have to fight or like work hard for what's already destined for you. It just comes naturally or just comes easily. I didn't really have anything much to say about that, because for me, it's just like, I've never been a spiteful or a jealous person. I'm, I've always had the mentality is just like, okay, like, cool. Like me too. Like clearly you did something that I didn't do. So what is it? But that's just how I am about anything in life. Like, I'm just like, okay, you did it so I can do it. And if yeah. someone got that spot before you try again, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm just not the jealous type. That's good. So I, I don't know. That's not a struggle for me. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so is that all we have to share with this lovely lady? Yeah, I think if the yeah. biggest be confident because that, I mean, from even the somebody gets something that you wanted to the having sex, when I changed that in my life, people and men and opportunities came to me. Like, every going into a job interview, confident standing up straight speaking your mind speaking with your chest even if you don't know what you're talking about acting like you know what you're talking about or when you're talking to a guy even if you're nervous on the inside just making them think that you got it all together like that is the biggest thing i can say for anyone who just wants to be more competitive in life in anything 
be confident about your skills, be confident about what you're doing, and other people are going to believe it. Let me say, a lot of people will tell you to be confident, but nobody expands on, like, how you can get to being confident. And it's so, like, just what you said, like, being um, sure of yourself and standing up straight and all these things. But I think the true thing of being confident is just, like, really taking the time to, like, know you and like know your strengths and like learn about yourself people like just throw themselves to the side and try to get into the world and try to expect other people to like them or other people to treat them a particular way when they aren't even sure of themselves and i think so in order to be sure of yourself you really have to know yourself and if knowing yourself means taking time to figure out your strengths and weaknesses or just writing in a journal to get out exactly how you feel about yourself so that you're able to tackle those things and start assessing why you feel that way and how you can change the way you feel i think that that will really help you in terms of becoming confident but before you start indulging in this world of sexual activity and trying to um, get the attention of men or whatever it is that you're looking for, I think it's definitely important that you are, as Adriana said, confident and, of course, sure of yourself. And definitely um, just making sure that you, um, you know, just truly know yourself and take the time to work on yourself. Like, um, So I'm glad that you brought up that topic about confidence, because if you guys follow me, on my Instagram at its.dree with three E's underscore. I'm going to be posting updates for when my YouTube video on confidence is coming out, guys. So if you guys want to know more about how to be confident, how to exude confidence, what confidence means within yourself, stay tuned for that video, guys. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to Constancy Podcast on whatever listening platform you choose to listen to me on. If you need advice, be sure to follow Constancy Podcast on Instagram at Constancy Pod. Click the link in my bio and it will direct you to my advice column. There you can make an anonymous submission and every Friday I will be addressing all submissions. Thank you guys again for listening. Adriana and Aaliyah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and giving insight. Peace. Deuce. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh,